Uh, I'm Bobby Navia. And I am Dorian Weinzimmer. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to another week of The Couch. Um, this week we're going old school and we're doing a trailer review. Yeah. Back to we're done with these fucking Batman <laughs> things. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes, so today we are going to talk about the trailer to uh, the new Netflix movie coming out this Friday called Malcolm and Marie, mm-hmm. uh, written and directed by uh, Sam Levinson, who is most famous for doing uh, creating uh, Euphoria, right? Yeah, and, uh, and I also read uh, he is Barry Levinson's son. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I did not know I, that. I, I did right, not. It, it, is, you know, it was one of those like, oh, right, Levinson. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's not the most common last name, but I right. just didn't even think about it. And then it was like, you know, on IMDb, and it was like, son of Barry Levinson. I was like, I, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, the movie stars uh, John David Washington and uh, Zendaya. And um, this movie was uh, shot between June 17th, 2020 and July 2nd during the pandemic lockdown. Uh, it did have the approval of the Writers, Actors, and Directors Guild of America. And uh, from what I could see, it was filmed in on film and in black and white. Yeah, I think, uh, I, yeah, I, I think I saw the same thing. 35 millimeter, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I wanted to do, uh, I wanted to talk about this trailer because uh, relationship movies and shit like this is usually my bag. I just love watching. Yeah. Watching this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, um, but the extra caveat to this, to not that I had to get Dorian to watch this trailer and do this with me, because uh, I think he would have done it anyways, but uh, Dorian for many years has been uh, suggesting that I see uh, Scenes from a Marriage, which is a Ingmar Bergman um, uh, miniseries, right? Miniseries and, yeah. and movie? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Originally, and, um, originally a miniseries and then, uh, yeah, and then he, it was so successful as a miniseries that they like begged him to cut it into a, a feature film length version. Uh, which he did very successfully. Uh, okay. Well, I think the, the I think the film version did like you know like as well as the miniseries version. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, uh, I've always been a big fan of the Before trilogy, and so that's one of the reasons why uh, Dorian, after watching Scenes from a Marriage, I remember that was a big big seller for for you to me. It was like I know you're into these movies, and I know what these movies are, but I feel like this might be the you know the prototype the you know the original kind yeah, of yeah <laughs> yeah cuz i've never i've never seen the before movies the the richard okay, Linklater yeah. you know, before trilogy mm-hmm. uh, which is is not due to any you know lack of interest i'm i'm very interested in seeing the movies um yeah. but now it's just become this like i don't know it's become like too uh like like over important of a moment for me to like watch these with you. I just need to like sit down and do them. But we keep talking about like okay. no, 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 we gotta like we gotta like watch them together because like Bobby I wants know, to see yeah. them with me and all. And it's like no, fuck that. I just need to like watch them. You just need to do it. <laughs> yeah, we, like we can always watch them again or talk about yeah, them. Right. Like <laughs> it doesn't mean we can't have an experience around these movies if we don't watch them in the same room at the same fucking time. You know. <laughs> um, so. Um, so anyway, so I, I do need to, to just do that. And, and I think, you know, Bobby here in, in many ways, you know, was sort of, uh, has, has subtly thrown down the gauntlet in that regard by, by offering himself up, you know, to watching scenes from a marriage finally. Um, but when yes, I, when I yes. saw scenes from a marriage and just knowing Richard Linklater's background and what a, you know, film that he is, and especially like, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Bergman and, and a lot of those, 
European art film directors and stuff. Um, I figured there was probably, you know, some influence, you know, from this on the before films, uh, just knowing Linklater is a filmmaker and what I have heard about the before movies and everything. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, it, it very much, you know, struck me as something that might have some parallels. So I was very curious to actually ask you about that as well. Like, are these movies in any way anything like the before movies, or was I like completely off base with that? Because <laughs> I don't know. I still haven't seen the before films. I still don't know if that was a baseless comparison or not. But you have seen both now. Um. Well, let me ask you this: Do you want to do you want to start with the trailer first, and then and then roll into scenes, or I, what? I was thinking about this all night, Bobby. Last night, I have no. I mean, no clue. I have no clue what the best way is to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Because because okay. I'm I'm Good. way more interested in talking about scenes from a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. And, and fair. so and so, but I'm worried that doing that up front is just going to turn the trailer review into kind of like a you know a little asterisk kind of appendix on the conversation rather than like we're doing a trailer review, but then also talking about this other movie. So well, let me ask. Well, here here how about, how about this? Like the trailer for Malcolm and Marie isn't like. I, I think it's a really good trailer, but it's not like a story we like haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. Or let's say, you know, like an argument that, you know, we haven't heard before from like couples and everything like that. So, I mean, let me ask you this. Like, is do you uh, aside from like scenes for a marriage, like do you get in on these type of movies like like I do? Like, is there anything about them that you're just like, ooh, you know what? I might want to watch this because of this. Like, yeah, uh, not really. I, I certainly okay. I certainly don't get into these movies like you do. Um, okay, All I right. know this is I know this is a a, a favorite kind of yeah. style or genre <laughs> of yours. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, like like sure, most of the movies that I really love and adore and everything, I like have strong relationships at the core of them, you know. But I wouldn't call them like relationship movies like this, you know. Like, okay, okay. Like Malcolm and Marie is it's literally one night this couple is at home and like, you know, for an hour and 40 minutes, we're just like with them over the course of this night as they, I assume just fight and fuck and fight and fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And it goes back and forth and probably never really gets resolved because, you know, the relationships aren't that simple. Um, Yeah. Right. So, uh, movies that sort of utilize that as their entire premise, um, Mm -hmm. are not generally my, my bag. Okay. Now, and yeah, I, I would go as far as to say that in most of the time, I would consider that like a sort of a turnoff for me. Okay. All right. If that's that's All kind right. of like the entire focus of of your film, but then you know, uh, but at the same time, there's plenty of movies that would fit that mold that that I just described that I fucking adore. You know, like um, right. like Cold War, for instance. I had that on my list, yeah. my little list here, yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, black and white, cool fucking relationship movie. <laughs> Just like, yeah. <laughs> um, that movie actually had smoky bars. This movie feels like it wants to be in a smoky bar. Um, ah, okay, but, uh, yes. But, uh, but anyway, so, you know, it's, it's one of those things I can't, I can't say that as a, as a um, generality in any way. There's certainly plenty of exceptions to that. But, but for the most part, I'd say that's probably kind of not what I gravitate towards. Unless, okay. you know, like, like, like Cold War, I gravitated towards more so because of Pavel Pavlikovsky, the director. Like, this is a, this mm-hmm. guy's like a real serious artist who I've seen other movies of his. And I'm like, he's one of those guys, like, I don't fucking care what his movie, if he like says his next movie is like straight up 
rom-com starring like Zac Efron and <laughs> I we're like we're getting Hugh Grant or some shit <laughs> you know I, I would say okay I I don't want to see this movie but it's this guy I have to trust that he's doing it for a reason so I'm gonna go check it out you know okay all right yeah yeah, no, I think my uh, I think my love for this kind of movie, you know, I think it kind of stemmed from uh, from uh, from the before series when I when I watched that. Like, I I think there are sometimes like I'll just watch like a particular movie and then I'll want to seek out uh, different versions of that movie that like other like actors have wanted to do or like directors have wanted to do, you know, and sometimes it could be like a writer and director that's like, oh, they're just doing this two people talking in a room and that's the entire movie. It's like, I want to see how well that's exercised because I think that's, I think also like the trailer and the concept from Malcolm and Marie is like, it's a very challenging thing to do, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, to create a story around just one location and, you know, attempt to keep an audience's, you know, um, attention for an hour and 40 minutes and, and I don't know, get something out of it uh, is, uh, is really interesting to me. I think just in sort of any, any genre, but uh, I'm a big fan of the everything coming out all at once in a bedroom or in a room or in an argument, you mm. know, uh, type of type of story. I think if when it's between like boyfriend and a girlfriend or a, or a you know a marriage, you know that might be the top. But uh, you know whether it's like a father and a son or a mother and a daughter or anything like that. Like I always find that stuff, you know, yeah, really interesting. You know, the the airing of grievances. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. You know, totally. If I if I had a uh, if if I if I edited this this podcast like I hear other podcasts where there's different you know uh, clips of audio from movies that that pop in every once in a while between between uh, jokes or anything, I would have I would have definitely put Philip Seymour Hoffman from Mission Impossible Three saying, "Yeah, that was fun. That's, that's fun." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so anyways it's perfect uh, you might you might actually have to do that <laughs> i might have to do that now yeah <laughs> just take out my shit um but anyway all uh, right uh, uh, so um so one of the things that uh and this I'll, I'll 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 sort of uh, dovetail into answering your question about uh, scenes from a marriage and as it, as it relates to, you know, the before trilogy. But um, what really kind of struck me is the title cards in the trailer for this movie, mm-hmm. in the trailer for Malcolm and Marie, where it says, uh, "This is not a love story. This is a story of love." Mm-hmm. And um, in some ways, I kind of felt like that's how scenes from a marriage was. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. you know, like that's definitely like the the tagline for scenes from a marriage for me. It unintentionally ended up being that way as I was like getting into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, their, their marriage ends halfway through it. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) So, yeah, Um, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, But uh, no, yeah. To answer your question about the before trilogy and scenes from a marriage, like uh, there are definitely like uh, similarities uh, there is actually out of I did watch the miniseries of Scenes from a Marriage. Nice. Uh, my fav my favorite out of the six are episodes one, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, and there's three before before movies. So it's almost like if you turned like 
those favorite of mine into like just a feature length movie uh, a little bit. So that's what I kind of feel like the before trilogy is like it's love in your 20s, love in maybe like your late 30s, maybe mid mid to late 30s and then love in like your maybe mid 40s to 50s. OK. Uh, and it's just a it's a, you know, it's a conversation slash contextualization about like all of that at that age. And, you know, just the, just a as much of a naturalistic conversation as you can have with someone. But uh, even from, um, I believe, episode five of Scenes from a Marriage is when she is, when they're about to go sign the divorce papers. Oh, man, it's so good. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, the. The the template of that episode, like the ups and downs of it, it it most reminded me of the last before movie. Okay, because there are like it starts off very happy and very nice and very melancholic, and then it just gets like really really into the weeds and really kind of nasty, you know, uh, and everything like that. So, um, so yeah, I can I can see the similarities b- between the two and stuff, but they're definitely still their their own th- their own thing. Uh, you know, um, scenes from a marriage was, I, I did the first three episodes in one day and I realized I, I probably shouldn't have. So I started to like break it up a little bit more. Oh, okay. Uh, and, um, mainly because I, I started to keep, I started to feel like I just kept hearing the same argument over and over again. And I was like, I wasn't getting that sort of like delineation of time that happens right. throughout the series too much. So I was just kind of like let's like watch one like when I get home and then I'll watch another one like later on in the day or something so that I'm not, it's not all compacted, you know, and I'm getting a little bit of breathing room with what I just watched. Yeah. Uh, so the last, the last three I did that and it, it like really helped out my, my, uh, my enjoyment of them and watching them and stuff like that. Nice. So, yeah. Um, wh- go ahead. What, what oh yeah, no, I, they, they do because, because the sense of time too is intentionally like, you know, fairly amorphous. It doesn't just like straight up like, you know, here's a it's been this many years or like this many months or whatever. You just kind of know like time has passed and you get little clues here and there about like, you know, usually like the age of the children that you never see. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> usually the only kind of indicator you have of like, oh, OK, I guess it's been a couple of years, you know, um, yeah. or whatever. But uh, so, yeah, having those breaks in between the episodes, I found the same thing like really did. um help a lot and then the it's interesting because the film version where he edited it all down to like you know the the five the six episodes total up to like four and a half to five hours something like that i think total and then the film version is like two hours and 45 minutes and um it's interesting the way that he he kind of does the opposite with that where it's like he really he really plays into the sort of smashing of like jumps in time you know that they do, okay. that he he works into the idea of of these things being right next to each other, even though they're separated by these large gaps in time, and I think edits the you know the individual episodes together in a way that you know takes advantage of that rather than tries to just work around what was obviously a strength of the miniseries. You know when it originally aired, it was I think it was six days. It's six episodes. It was six days in a row. It was on like Monday through Saturday. Oh wow! Night. Okay. Yeah was was how it aired and it was so successful that they were in some of the special features on it they talk about how like um in in sweden when it aired basically after after the first episode aired on monday night from tuesday through saturday night every single uh night from basically like 8 until 9 p.m when the episode was on like the streets were empty Um, really yeah they're like everybody was just at home watching this thing um wow 
uh, marriage counselors became like a boom industry in Sweden after this movie came out or after the miniseries <laughs> aired and divorces doubled. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. It was in, this was like a cultural phenomenon when it, when it aired in, um, in Sweden, I think a lot of Europe and then it did really well in the U S as well, but it, it mostly traveled around to other, I think other parts of Europe might've adopted the miniseries, but I think the film version is the one that really traveled around the world. Okay. You know, um, obviously, it's easier to to do that and to get some TV station or something to you know play five episodes of Ingmar Bergman <laughs> or six episodes, <laughs> but <laughs> um, you can get a movie and put it in the right movie theaters. You know, much easier. I was actually telling my mom that I was watching it, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes my mom will have like this. Oh, you're 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 you know you're watching that when I tell her like the year something came out. You know, uh, and I was just I I thought to myself like. Uh, Scenes from a Marriage has kind of opened me up to try to maybe watch other things that are relationship centric, but like from like the 70s or the 60s more, because like just watching Scenes from a Marriage, I was just like, what was like fucking marriage like back then? Because this was like super fucking casual to be like, Dorian, I'm cheating on you. And <laughs> I'm going to go away for eight months and you're the one that's destroyed because you still want me around. And it's like, what, you know, I, and I guess I'm just so used to, you know, I don't know, like the, uh, you know, the quote unquote modern day version of that, which is, you know, like I grew up seeing movies in like the late, the late nineties. So let, let's say it's, it's more of like an argument and like people's clothes being thrown out of the window or something like in a movie, if you're watching a movie or something, you know, so I'm, I'm more used to that reaction to it. So to see how, you know, Johan and, and Marianne were uh, interacting with each other, you know, like it, it really brought up to me like, wow, is this like what really I'm always really questioning, like what love really looks like to people on screen as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I was just wondering, like, wow, is this what love is? Like, no matter what, you're just like, it's cool if you want to, you know, go bang this like young chick for like for a little while, but not seven months. Like you can't leave me for that long. And it's like, (laughs) what? And you know, in the before trilogy, um, you know, Celine and Jesse are, are never married. Um, and so they're, they're just, you know, they're just together or meeting again as, as single people and, uh, they're not married. So that was like another, that was a new thing for me to watch when I watched those movies was like, Oh wow. You can sort of have, like a, a relationship like this and not, not, not have to get married if you don't want to, you know, like mm-hmm. that's, that's their, I guess that's their story of love, you know, if, uh, right. If put yeah. It in those words, you know? Yeah. I think it, you know, in, in a lot of ways, what, what all of these things are getting at at their core is that it's like, you know, it, it doesn't matter what kind of words or rituals or, <laughs> you know, relationships that are all, you know, human constructs, you know, you try to apply to it. Like if there's some, that kind of like real actual connection that we refer to as love, if it exists, mm-hmm. like it, it just manifests itself, you know? Um, yeah. cause you know, again, like in scenes from marriage, yeah, as you're talking about in, in the, and again, this is spoiler alert for a almost 50 year old thing. So <laughs> if, if you haven't watched this Swedish miniseries slash movie from 1974, <laughs> then I guess spoiler alert coming your way. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, when, uh, when when Johan leaves Marianne in in the third episode, uh, uh, Paula, 
um, and he comes in and, you know, it's late at night and she's very excited to see him. And then he, you know, he starts telling her that like, I've found somebody else and I'm going to be leaving and all this stuff. She does have this incredibly understated reaction and yeah. it becomes, everything just becomes very practical. Um, mm -hmm. from that moment forward, it's about like the appointments that need to be kept. Um, how are you going to get all your stuff, you know, to Paris? Uh, have you started packing yet? When are you leaving? You know, and all these types of things. And it's not until, yeah, like a, you know, a little bit of time passes that, uh, you know, still that same evening, but, but like maybe 10 minutes later in the episode or something like that, when, you know, she asks how long he's going to be gone for. And he mentions it's like, you know, six to eight months that it's like, that's when it like hits her what's happening, right. you know? And like the, and everything kind of changes in that moment. And, um, and it, like that to me felt it's one of those things because, yeah, again, like we are so conditioned as movie watchers to think that like relationship drama, like something like that, when you say, hey, I'm leaving you for another woman, it's immediate. Like you said, you're throwing shit out the window, it's <laughs> yeah, kicking right. and screaming and shit like that. But man, I don't I don't know, like not that I've had a lot of knockdown, drag out, you know, relationship fights in my life, but. Whose shit have you thrown out the window, Dorian? <laughs> Confession time, baby. Let's go. <laughs> no one, but, you know, I definitely had a fucking girlfriend cheat on me when I was younger, and it was awful, okay. and it looked a lot more like scenes from a marriage than it did look like fucking other shit I've seen in movies where, you know, we're throwing stuff okay. out the window and screaming, you know, across the tenements, and there's other people leaning out their windows like, yeah, get him out of there! He's a piece of shit! <laughs> um... Um, mm -hmm. and, and I'm not to, you know, say that that's a completely invalid response or anything that nobody that would respond that way. But, you know, I think for these two people and especially like where their relationship is at and everything like this felt so much more real to me as far as like how okay. that scene, how that would actually play out, you know, and, and, you know, all the credit in the world too. I think it also deserves to be mentioned that, you know, the, the two main actors in scenes from marriage, uh, Lee Volman and, uh, Erlen Josephson are both just like fucking unbelievable. <laughs> like, yeah, they're pretty great. Really some of the most amazing acting you've ever seen. And, and uh, you know, they just embody these characters. It's like, you just don't, you never even consider the fact that you're watching actors. You know, this mm -hmm. really just looks like we are just there, you know, mm -hmm. and it just feels like it. And, and, you know, the movie is so completely unadorned of any of these cinematic trappings. There's no music. There's no sound design. Um, the camera barely ever moves, uh, yeah. hardly ever cuts even, um, you know, a lot of this stuff is played out in really, really long takes. Um, and it feels so fucking real as a result of all that. And it all hinges on how good the writing is, you know, if the writing and, mm -hmm. and the acting, the writing and the acting, um, you know, if they weren't as impeccably perfect as they are, like the whole thing would fall apart. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I thought this was a sort of ended up being uh yeah more more of an appropriate comparison uh, between scenes from a marriage and Malcolm and Marie than we thought cuz Mal they're like complete opposites in every regard as far as like the way that they're you know uh approaching a relationship movie uh mm -hmm. in particular like scenes from a marriage of course we're going through like this 10 year span Malcolm and Marie is one night <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah right um uh yeah you know there's uh, like a, a lot of different things but um but that was one that immediately jumped out because I didn't know that about Malcolm Marie either. And, and the trailer doesn't even really convey that. It was like when I looked on IMDb, you know, it's it's clear that they're just it's just the two of them in this house. But I wasn't entirely mm -hmm. sure if it was just one night or whatever. But then, the you know, the synopsis makes it very clear that it's like over one evening, you know. 
Yeah, right, um, right, right. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting, you know, as, as far as comparing it to this. But then, you know, speaking about how completely unadorned Scenes from a Marriage is, um, this movie is seemingly pulling every single stylistic trick that is, exists in the world of cinema out of, you know, the bag and employing it in <laughs> the service of this film. Um, even from the trailer, you can just tell it's like, you know, there's there's tons of music, tons of stylized sound design, tons of stylized camera work and editing and like all this type of stuff. And um, again, it's just like the polar opposite of Scenes from Marriage. And I was like, wow, this is actually like, you know, an interesting comparison to make it's it's also I'll, I'll note completely unfair to draw any kind of comparison between these two things because again we're oh well yeah you know it's a trailer versus like a five-hour thing that we've seen <laughs> um, yeah yeah so you know yeah. we're obviously it's all just speculation uh when it comes to malcolm and marie uh but regardless it's still i think a, a conversation worth having just to compare and contrast some of these like approaches to relationship movies and right. and i think why ultimately like i i adore something like scenes from a marriage um and then like man this trailer from malcolm and marie I, i'll just come out and say it i fucking hate this trailer <laughs> what i really do i really do oh, no i i kind of despise it i i like i didn't <laughs> I, I watched it earlier in the week and i was like uh -huh. okay i mean well, I'll, I'll get into it more, but um, yeah, I, I was like, uh, not like wild about it. And then I watched scenes from a marriage again, and then I watched this trailer again, and I was like, fuck this trailer. <laughs> like, um, it just it it just feels so fucking fake to me. You know, it's it's like okay, it's this feels to me like like a piece of candy that has the word turmoil written on it, and like that's what the experience mm. of this is. It's it's like. It's like a hopeless romantics fantasy of what relationship drama is like. Oh, okay. All you right. know, it's, All right. it feels to me like, you know, like the catharsis is built in and like the only reason we're having the argument is to get to the endpoint we the agreeable endpoint we already know exists. But just so mm -hmm. we can feel like we had this sort of like tumultuous and like profound and, you know, deep conversation and like you know a bearing of each other's souls when in actuality all we did was play fucking games pointless games with each other for a little while um, yeah and it just it's it seems like it's wholly concerned with how cool it looks and sounds and not at all with what it's actually saying or doing um, okay that's the vibe i got from the trailer was like i mean for a movie that is obviously like going to be very dialogue heavy and purports to be this sort of like we're just going to like dig in and like dissect this relationship and really get into the shit with each other the fact that you can't pull like a single compelling line of dialogue out of an entire two and a half minute trailer is a very fucking bad <laughs> sign like there's nothing there's not a single line in there that i haven't heard recycled in a thousand fucking hollywood scripts you know like mm -hmm. in terms of its insights into relationship or like you know how in the weeds we are or any of this stuff it just it it's so fake and forced feeling <laughs> Uh, and, and it's amazing. And that's what I was like cracking up about too, is like, you know, for, and also it's, it bears mentioning too, that Ingmar Bergman was also like, he was almost, he made 40 movies in his career. Um, mm -hmm. most of them masterpieces. And <laughs> he was as active of a theater director as he was a film director. Okay. Um, and actually people in Sweden who were around when he was an active theater director say that actually his contributions to the theater are more valuable than his contributions to film. They're like, oh, he, was, okay. he was like that good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
And so for a guy with that kind of background doing a movie like Scenes from a Marriage, which seemingly is like the most uncinematic thing you could ever come up with, with like camera barely moves, it's two people. Some of the rooms are like, you know, the episode five, the divorce one. There's like a, oh, white, yeah, it just looks like a white room with like a bookshelf and a desk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. It's it's seemingly the most uncinematic thing and it is gripping, you know, like it is so, it feels to me like this is what movies are, you know, like this is, mm-hmm. this is truth on screen. This is like pure cinema. And then like I turn around and look at this movie and I see it's, it's pulling every seemingly cinematic trick out of the bag mm-hmm. and it feels so staged and fake and like theatrical, you know? And that just, yeah. it just seems like such a contradiction to me. I was like, I was mind blown while watching the two, you know, comparing the two of these, just thinking about it. I was like, how does this thing that is trying so hard to be a movie, <laughs> like in your face, I'm a fucking movie, feels theatrical and this thing that is not trying to do that at all <laughs> and is actually like steeped in a lot of theatrical tradition feels like pure cinema. You know, it's, it's, it was really, really wild. Um, and I mean, you know, so much of it is just the point of view. I think like, I think Ingmar Bergman really needed to say some shit about relationships and things that he'd been through. And I think Sam Levinson wants to have the coolest relationship movie ever made. <laughs> and I think that's yeah. exactly what you're getting. And I think it shows. I feel like, uh, I, I like the trailer, but there's this thing that happens to me where I think I, I'll see a trailer like Malcolm and Marie, and I'll like relate to it and think like, oh yes, this is like this is you know this is what I want to see you know like on 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 like a Ricky Lake Montel Jordan, <laughs> you know Mary po- Maury Povich type of way. It's like yes, I want to just. I want to see this brawl and I just want to, you know, like there's a moment in the trailer where uh, Zendaya is in the bathroom and like it's probably like an 80 yard line or whatever. But John David Washington is walking to the bathroom and he's just like, well, what do you want, Marie? And like she just looks and she's like, oh, you want to go there? And he's like, yeah. And just the way she says, OK, and turns around, I was like, I know exactly what kind of movie this is. And mm. I am fucking in because <laughs> you don't ever want to see a woman say okay and then turn back to the mirror like that and then continue to take her makeup off because <laughs> you're fucking done bro you're done it's over yeah but on the on the flip side while i and while i enjoy this kind of like very high-end soap opera like drama ish like when i watch stuff like scenes from a marriage or cold war or even thought about uh, uh i know i've mentioned to you a few times uh the uh the John Cassavetes movie Husbands. Yeah. Like watch that. There is something so fucking like raw about watching that stuff that like it it hits me brand new because I'm watching something like that for the first time. Like I'm watching like I'm watching, you know, something so heavy happen in an incredibly minimalist way that hits harder than the over the top drama that like I, I I get a kick of you know every once in a while like like Malcolm and Marie you know yeah um so like while I enjoy the trailer like you know <laughs> by probably by the end of it I'd see like yeah Malcolm and Marie's is it it's kind of all there but like watch Husbands and watch Cold War and watch <laughs> scenes from a marriage because like it's not gonna give you like a it's not gonna give you like a respect for Malcolm and Marie, but you're gonna realize like, oh shit, there's this there's this like raw nerve of like really really getting into the weeds of like relationship shit. 
you know, yeah. that doesn't even need to be like romantic in it in any way, because like husbands is about the friendship between three guys who lose one of their best friends and they're just trying to recapture some sort of youth they think they still have. And the heartbreaking part of it is they're just three old dudes and it's it's fucking brutal. Yeah. And it's you know it's depressing. Dude, there's a, <laughs> you know? there is such a frankness to these like movies that it just it's so it, like you said raw. I mean it it hits. I've seen scenes from it. This is my third time watching it, and there are yeah. still parts where I'm just sitting there like Jesus. Can you imagine <laughs> saying that to somebody, like right, to their right. fucking face? Yeah, you said that. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Jesus Christ, and like, and like the conversation is continu- It's so like uh, it's mind blowing, especially in like today's climate. You know, where yeah. like everything is a fight. Like immediately, if you disagree about like anything with anyone right now, it's a fight. You know, right. and yeah. like it, like ration goes out the door. There's no discourse. There's no argument. There's no conversation. It's you're a piece of shit. I'm right. You're wrong. Fuck you. <laughs> Like that's how conversations happen nowadays and it's disgusting, but like, you know, it it makes it extra, like, I I don't know, like refreshing and also upsetting (laughs) to watch these (laughs) movies where there's just this, yeah, incredibly like, you know, incredible candor as part of like every conversation that is like, no, it'd be better for us to like be brutally honest, like really, Mm -hmm. truly brutally honest (laughs) than right. to you know live a lie or you know delude ourselves or anything like that and um yeah and i think as a result like these things hit you know kind of extra hard just because like nowadays you're like i can't even imagine having a conversation like that with somebody nowadays like this would have been a they would have said fuck you and walked out of the room 10 minutes ago you know yeah and like yeah. we're still talking and like it's somehow you know it ends up resolving and I mean the you know the multiple arguments and and whatnot and conversations that happen over the course of scenes in a marriage resolve in all sorts of ways <laughs> over over the course of their relationship. <laughs> Most of them not what you fucking expected when they started, you know. <laughs> yeah, right, um, right. But uh, but the only reason they're able to like evolve like that is because they stuck around and and had the conversation. You know, like nobody backed down, nobody ran away. And it's that's like, a good point. That's a good point, actually. Like we're like, so. I think like yeah. That is like I mean I I've had I've had arguments where it like I've had arguments with ex-girlfriends where it's just like uh you know a moment of screaming and then someone walks out and then like you know the conversation is isn't like finished and like I don't know I feel like maybe in some ways like certain people like that's how it's portrayed like on screen so maybe that's how we think we're supposed to like handle like our life you know but then when right. you watch something, then when you watch something like scenes for a marriage, you're like, this is even worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is worse than just calling someone, you know, a dirtbag and walking out and thinking you've got the upper hand. Mm-hmm. You know, like, man, I remember when I text you, I watched the opening of uh, scenes for a marriage, the first episode where they're uh, Johan and, you know, spoiler alert, Johan and Marianne are being interviewed by a women's magazine about love. And I, I watched it and I, I immediately wanted to like leave the room. I was like, <laughs> this is my nightmare when you realize that like you maybe have kind of settled yeah. in your life and the person that you're with, like it's like you're seeing them for the very first time. And it's it's embarrassing. I felt for Marianne so hard when yeah. she was when Johan was just like, oh, like when I first met her, you know, she was uh, married to some like 
farm boy or something. I was like, my heart broke for the farm boy. I was like, fuck, that was the true love right there. Damn. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, I was just like, I felt so bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And she just, like, so staunchly, like, defended him and everything. But, um, but yeah, like, yeah, I, I end up realizing, like, stuff like that is even worse because of just how, like, how right from their get-go, you, the line is drawn as to, like, how, how different they are. Yeah. But then also how how happy they are just being like settled with each other, you know, because they think that, you know, they just have like nice conversations together. Like they don't do the fuck you and then walk out, you know, Yeah, they just they're just like, OK, whatever. Right. And that's and that's like, again, why when when Marianne finally like when when Johan does leave her for Paula and like when it does finally, you know, her initial reaction that we talked about earlier that is sort of like subdued and seemingly just very practical. And then when he says how long he's going to be gone and she really it really hits her like, you know, that this is real. It's you all you also kind of realize in that moment that like that might be the first time she even realized that she actually loves this guy. You know, like that's true because they become so complacent in their relationship as well, you know, that like it has become so practical. And, you know, they've even talked about how it's just like, oh, yeah, we kind of don't really have sex that often. She's like, yeah, I just, you know, I kind of lost the urge and just not I'm not trying to like find it somewhere else either. I'm just like not just not interested, really, you know, and all that stuff is obviously like cooled quite a bit in the relationship. And it's just become this very like, no, we're both like successful professionals and we're raising our children. And that's what the relationship is, you know. And, um, it's easy to like, you know, it's, it's easy to lose love in that kind of, you know, <laughs> situation. Yeah. Even if it is there, it might be like completely invisible because of the practicality of just blanketing everything, um, mm-hmm. the mundanity of it all. But, you know, when things get shaken up and then all of a sudden, you know, this happens, it's like, you know, there's, there's so many layers to that, and especially the way that things like play out, you know, this being a, a multiple, my third time seeing scenes from marriage when I watched it again the other day, um, you know, you just keep like seeing more and more folded into like every moment of it because of like you knowing the full scope of it and everything that happens over the course of their relationship. That it's like seeing how some of the things that they don't realize until the very end are present, you know, earlier on, but just know mm-hmm. they didn't, you know, they just didn't realize it for whatever reason, or you know, and that's especially one of those things that's like. You know, it's it's such a great moment in the movie, too, because, again, like we said, the movie is so unadorned and so devoid of stylistic flourishes that, like, you know, when when she really kind of, like, loses it over the fact that he's leaving, it's like the camera, like, snap zooms in on her face. And it's yeah. like it's like the only time in five hours the camera moves that fast, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's and, it, you know, and again, like her performance is incredible and like and everything. And it's all kind of like tied up in there. But it, like it makes, you know, just like. Sam, going back to Malcolm and Marie, how it's just like so full of stylistic flourishes that it's like they almost all become meaningless because there's so many of them just being like thrown at you all the time. Like, sure, it creates like a momentum and things, but it's all very, um, in in my opinion, at least, you know, sort of like cheaply earned and not sustainable. Um, that that yeah. like it loses its loses its its vibe, you know, it's diminishing returns. But you know, whereas the opposite, having this like very minimalist approach. Excuse me, you know, when you do have those moments where you do kind of like make a stylistic choice like that, it has so much impact and like really, really jumps out at you. And even on like, you know, multiple viewings, it's like comes back. It, it, it only takes on like greater and greater importance, like why this choice was made right here, you know? Right. And and like, yeah, I mean, in the, in the very moment itself, when you kind of realize like, yes, it's, you know, just it's just hitting her that he's really like leaving. It's not until you I think I've seen the entirety of it and go back and see that moment again that you realize like what his leaving really means to her 
you know, and mm-hmm. that like maybe she's just realizing that right now, you know, and yeah, it's just right. like, holy fuck, dude, this is writing on a level that you just don't see in, you know, filmmaking anymore, especially in like a, you know, something this kind of um, intimately focused. And, right. uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's unreal. <laughs> like <laughs> I was also really kind of impressed with the, um, with the reality of just like cheating, you know, like, uh, there's a, there's a casualness, but also like a, like a comfort in it, uh, by, by the end of like the series between the two of them, mm-hmm. uh, that I felt was incredibly authentic, you know, yeah. like for as much as, you know, we see in, in movies and in TV shows where, you know, uh, uh, there's an ex-wife and an ex-husband and, you know, they're, they're respectively getting married to somebody else or one is, you know, there's kind of, you know, kind of in a very like cliche, w- cliche way, there's always a scene where like the original couple hooks up again mm-hmm. in, in some way, you know, and but this one just made it so f- feel like so normal, I guess, uh, um, that uh it was weird to see, but also just kind of like, yeah, I, I, I get it. Like, in a weird fucked up way, like, I get why this is so natural, yeah. you know, because, like, this is your love. And it was also just kind of heartbreaking that their love, like, just kind of blossoms in that sort of uh, way, as opposed to them, like, having, like, a normal relationship, I guess. Just right. Where they are just together, just just with each other. Like, it can only blossom when, you know, they're seeing each other behind, you know, their respective partners' backs right. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, it's they really go from, just kind of, yeah. Go from, yeah, him cheating on her to them cheating on their new spouses with each other. Yeah, and, right. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. There's, there's a real, you know, they, they, they touch on it a little bit in some of the dialogue, but there's this real, you know, obviously just like rejection of kind of the institutions of marriage and the way that we think of yes. like couples and relationships in a very traditional way. Yeah, and because and and I feel like it it also it it makes it very clear as well that it's like this is such an individual thing too. It's like because there's not, you know, it's just touched upon there's not this like giant diatribe decrying like, you know, formal marriage or anything like that. Like, you know, there's never one guy who just like goes on a 10-minute rant just railing against how these institutions are ridiculous and completely outmoded and all this type of shit. <laughs> It's that's not there. You know, it's it's that's not the point of this. I think this is just saying like, you know, it's just it looks different for everyone, you know, and this is and this is what it looks like for these two. And all right. Who's to say that that's that their love isn't real, you know, or isn't true. And just because they're divorced now or whatever, it's, uh, you know, they've had their their ups and downs. (laughs) Yeah, right. Just, you know, it's just it is what it is. Um, going back to Malcolm and Marie, I, I really, I like, uh, John David Washington. I, I think it's another reason why I'm, I'm sort of endeared to, uh, uh, I'm, I'm excited to watch this movie, you know, cause of him. I, aside from like the Spider-Man movies, I've never really seen Zendaya and every, anything else. Um, but I feel like I'm watching, you know, uh, a movie that will sort of elevate her to just this next level, you know, of, uh, performance, you know, aside from like the Spider-Man movies and stuff like that. Um, there's also been like talk uh, online about like the age difference between the two of them, uh, you know, in real life as people and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, and how old is, so, uh, how old is John David Washington? He's 36. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's 36. And I think she's 24 or 25. Oh, like 10 years. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but I just, I don't like when I watch the trailer, I don't feel like, you know, it was one of the things like she responded to also is that like, she's been playing the age of 16. She's since she's been 16. So it's like, yes, basically all we've ever seen her in has been like, uh, like high school roles, you know, yeah. like even in, even in Sp- the Spider-Man movies, like they're in high school, you know what I mean? But when I watch the trailer to this movie, like I don't, I don't see her and think like, Wow, I'm watching like a child with a grown man. Oh. I was like, no, I'm just watching no, like an adult adult relationship. Like, yeah, she's... she seems like a strong grown ass woman in this movie. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't get any. <laughs> That's people projecting their own bullshit, of course, as usual. But, yeah, right, um, exactly. Yeah, no, I um, I, I've only seen John David Washington and Tenet, uh, and, yeah, and I loved the movie, and I thought he was excellent in it. Um, and, uh, he, you know, I think the actors look great in this. Um, yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. I think they both, I mean, this is, that's the thing is like, this is the type of material that like actors can just like chew the shit out of. Right. You right. know, I think it's like totally vapid, <laughs> but, but I think as far as actors being able to exercise their ability to like really elevate that kind of material into something compelling, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's what it's, you know, that's really to a fault. I think that's what this is all about. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. You know, this said uh, very much to me, like, again, just, this this reads like two movie stars play acting, um, but <laughs> <laughs> having a good time pretending that their lives aren't the shit right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this also feels like a very like, but, <laughs> you know, like it also just feels like a very like Hollywood love story, you know, yeah. like, oh, yeah. I mean, on the on the cover of the poster, it says. You know, I know that the tagline in the trailer, I already mentioned the beginning, but the tagline on the poster says madly in love. So, like, I mean, I mean, when I watch this trailer, like, it does just look like two crazy people that are together. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and and I mean, like, I'm very well aware that that's like, at least from the trailer, that's the movie I'm getting is like two people who I think know they shouldn't be together. But for some reason, like revel in doing this every once in a while, you know, mm-hmm. like just going for each other's throats and you know for whatever reason like if that's your version of love you know that 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 you you know like to do that's fine i enjoy watching it i think when you're actually experiencing it it's not as fun as a netflix movie that's coming out next friday yeah but you know like (laughs) exactly malcolm malcolm and marie is like malcolm and marie is like the relationship that that you have where like you probably like should go to therapy but you're you're choosing like not to to get over somebody and then like scenes from a marriage is going through therapy. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> you don't even need to pay for anything. It's just like no, I, I feel like I've gotten it. I got it right here, Yeah. You know? so. <laughs> yeah. For real. You'll have some moments <laughs> during that one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, and and you know, I mean, there's things about Malcolm Marie too that I think, you know, signal its intentions in a, in a lot of ways, yeah. you know, like the like being shot in black and white on 35 millimeter, I think too is like kind of signaling that, you know, we're steeping this in some like old Hollywood. This is a Hollywood yes. romance movie. You know, this is not right, yeah. this is not scenes from a marriage, you know. This yeah, is, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is not husbands. Yeah, we're we're making a, you know, like a modern version of like a fucking Hollywood romance movie, you know. We're like Yeah. Things, you know, will convince you just enough that things are going wrong, but at the same time, make sure that you always know they're going to end up okay. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and, you know, making making his his character as a filmmaker in the movie as yeah, well. Yeah, as a director. Like, yeah. Yeah, like they just got home from like a premiere, 
You know, mm-hmm, this is like mm-hmm. right after, which is a big like emotional, obviously like kind of release as well. You know, you've been tied right. up finally, like the movie's done. People have seen it, but also a new kind of anxiety emerges, which is what do they think? You know, right? Um, yeah, exactly. So I mean, you know, it picks a moment to be like kind of ah, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, it picks it picks kind a boiling point. On yeah, purpose. you know, you're yeah. kind of you kind of are like a raw nerve of like excitement and frustration and like, you know, feeling like you're on top of the world, but also like it could all just completely crumble at any minute. Um, yeah. you know, and, and all that type of stuff. So, uh, I'm speaking from experience people. <laughs> 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 so, you know, I could I could see how it would result in this yes, kind of like manic outburst, you know. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. that uh, you know maybe is maybe is even like you you know i kind of like the idea actually that you just posited this might just be like something that they do you know like intentionally yeah. this is not yeah. like this is how we deal with the stress of like a premiere or this is like how we keep our relationship fresh you know or whatever like that that actually sounds kind of more interesting to me um yeah it's but, like I, I get i get that i get those kinds of feelings i mean i'm not i'm not averse to like the the cliche version of this story that I, I think you're right in pointing out may just very well be this movie, like at the beginning when you're talking about where it just feels very fake. You know, yeah. it feels it just feels like that. On the flip side, I just feel like this is something that I feel like these these two characters of Malcolm and Marie, like this is not the first time that they've done this or that, mm-hmm. that, 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 that this is going on. So like, you know, and I get that by like the last line in, in the trailer for her, which is, I mean, that's the line for me in the trailer is, is her saying like, I'm the last one standing, like, hold on to me for dear life. You know, like Mm -hmm. that's such like a, I feel like it's such a good line. It's such a manipulative line. You know, it makes me feel like this is, like I said, it just makes me feel like they've done this before as well. And like, I want to see, you know, like, we always talk about trailers are very misleading. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, once I start this, like I'm looking to be surprised, you know, and, and see if it gets a little bit more artistic than just being shot on 35 millimeter and in black and white. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's also the other, the also uh, the other part of me kind of being excited for this trailer on top of it being like a screaming match between a couple, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah is uh is that you know things that i wonder like is is there is there a, like a is there a soundtrack to it or is it just like you know the ambience of the rumor in or whatever you know i know there's a, a good like little song in the in the trailer or whatever but mm-hmm. you know um i want to know if it, if it gets pushed any any anywhere you know that that direction um sure i also just kind of i also just kind of love the uh the powder keg moment of you know making macaroni and cheese as a uh mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like, oh shit, what's going to happen next? Yeah, some late night mac and cheese. Oh yeah, shit, the know. pot's boiling. The pot's boiling. <laughs> the pot is boiling, folks. <laughs> We're in some hot water now. Oh. Um, but, uh, cue, the snare, cue the snare drum right there. <laughs> you've, you've seen Euphoria, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I wanted, you, okay. to, I wanted to contextualize this a little bit. Um, Go for some it. Of my, yeah. Some of my thoughts on this, because, yeah, I've so I've seen the second half of the first season of Euphoria, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so Han, Hannah, my wife, she was watching Euphoria. Um, she watched okay. the whole first season, and um, I, I don't remember. I wasn't super interested in checking it out. And, um, you know, she's, she seemed like she was into it and, uh, I don't remember what I was doing. I think I was working on something. And so I'd be in like the office, you know, editing shit, but like I'd come out 
into the like living room kitchen area to like grab a snack or something like that and i'd see you know whatever bit of the episode she was watching so i caught like little pieces here and there of like mm-hmm. the first few episodes and then I, I i think it was around like episode six or something like that like she was watching it and i was done and she was like uh do you mind if i just like keep i'm kind of like into it i want to keep watching it right now i don't want to turn this off right now i was like no it's fine i mean the show seemed more interesting than i thought it was going to be yeah. So, like, from that point on, I was, I just, like, watched the last, like, four, maybe five episodes with her. Okay. But I think I was also kind of, like, in and out a little bit. Okay. Because uh, I also, because I, you know, especially the, I think the first couple episodes that I, you know, when I told her, like, oh, no, you can do it. I was like, I'll, I'm just going to, like, do some shit on my phone or something. And mm-hmm. so I was, like, kind of half paying attention, half watching. And then after, like, an episode or two, I was like, okay, you know, I'm just going to watch these, like, last few episodes. Actually, <laughs> you know, this is more, yeah, more interesting than I thought. And also it was because I, like, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. I couldn't tell if I despised it or if I thought there was something interesting going on. Okay. Um, and, and I still feel kind of unresolved in that regard. Okay. And I feel like, A, it's because I don't have the context of having watched the entire season. So, you know, it's... Yeah, that's on me, obviously. <laughs> it's very intuitive of you, of you Dorian. You yeah, know? right? <laughs> um, well, but a lot of it is, is due to some of the similar things that I'm talking about here, which is like this this like over-reliance on incredibly stylized decisions. Just like okay. all the time. Like everything <laughs> in Euphoria, it's like every scene is like, how can we spend a million dollars on this? <laughs> I mean, it's insane. Like, like shit that would be like a wide establishing shot is like we invented new technology to get this shot of people going upstairs, and it's uh, like, oh, I remember. Why? You that. Yeah. <laughs> why? Though that's my question is why, and but you know that that show I thought had to some degree. I was like, I I also had to defer to like the generational perspective aspect of that show because that's all about like kids that are in high school right now and i'm like i started thinking about it i was like okay you know what like with with how prolific video is you know for these kids and like what they see in terms of like you know people that they idolize like musicians or cultural figures or things like that this like over the top production value just cool for the sake of cool super stylized completely vapid thing is like that's their world you know and like if this is these two kids like finally getting you know the week's over we like snuck out we're like sneak into this fucking party we're super pumped about it like running up those stairs to that party yeah probably feels like you're in a fucking overproduced music video you know and so like yeah for for conveying that kind of feeling and like the 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 environment and the culture that like these kinds of people you know kids are growing up in nowadays and mm-hmm. how they would actually like you know subjectively uh uh you know experience moments like that i, I started to see like okay i think this might just me i might just be like get off my lawn right now you know <laughs> <laughs> I, and I think I need to be honest with myself about that. All right. That, you know, this this is just like a, yeah, I I'm, I'm don't completely, you know, this generation has gone through something wildly different than I did when I was, you know, grew up in uh, those age, or was growing up and went through that age range. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm what I'm seeing now is, you know, people, I think, representing that. And I think that's obviously very respectful or, you know, respectable thing to do. Right. Um, 
So I kind of started to come around on it, but then there'd also be other scenes where I'm like, but this just, this just seems like pointless bullshit, (laughs) you know, (laughs) again. Um, And so, so yeah, so I was kind of left like uncertain exactly how I felt about it, but I could at least see, you know, where this perspective was that I just wasn't totally in tune to that this was actually kind of teaching me about, you know, and I could, and I could respect it in that regard. Um, and the story, you know, was pretty compelling, uh, as well. And actually I thought, um, is it, pre- it's pronounced Zendaya. I've been saying Zendaya. I'm probably totally wrong I've, about that. But. I've, I feel like I've heard it both ways, but I, I say Zendaya. So, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, whatever your name is. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's cool. Cause I'm about to say something nice. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. No, yeah. No, yeah. Joke uh zendaya you're, zendaya you're hitting all the marks here i don't know if i like this show i didn't watch all of it you know i watched 10 minutes i you know whatever no i th- no i thought she was incredible okay all right uh yeah i thought she she was like you could tell like i mean just yeah. from i think seeing a few minutes of it, it was like okay she's like she's got it you know like she okay. i think is you could you could tell like she's got the star power and right, she's got right, right. you know she's got the chops uh she's got the juice uh, Juice. <laughs> yeah. So I, I understand like her rise. I kind of saw that. I was like, okay, I, I get, I get the Zendaya thing, you know? Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't right, know who yeah. the, I didn't know who the hell she was either. And then like, you know, saw a bit of this and I was like, all right, all right. Um, so yeah. And then, you know, again, like seeing her in this trailer as well, it's like, yeah, no, I mean, this again, I, I thought I was actually just impressed at it because mm-hmm. in, in euphoria, she is playing a high schooler. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Uh, you know, gotcha. And uh, and then in this is like I was actually like, wow, she's I didn't realize, you know, and I'm again I'm not saying this in like an ageist way, but I didn't realize she was, you know, could play like this age. Or, right. or was yeah, even yeah, like yeah. that. I thought she was still like eighteen or nineteen or something like that. You know. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So when I saw like how mature she comes off in um the trailer for Malcolm and Marie, I was just like, Holy shit, wow, she's got some fucking range, like and yeah, yeah. and and maturity, you know, as well mm-hmm. too. It was like I, I just thought maybe she was more still in the like uh precocious teen stage but she's actually like i think a a wise fucking adult (laughs) oh yeah it definitely yeah yeah who still just looks young and can play 18 you know Mm -hmm. yeah right but uh but so no i thought you know what yeah uh the the age thing with the malcolm marine trailer i was actually like super impressed i was like damn this is yeah very cool but um but yeah, so so you know that that element of it, you know, again makes me think, especially working with Sam Levinson, the guy, obviously same person she worked with, you know, in Euphoria, that I'm I have no doubt that her performance will you know be excellent. I'm sure she's gonna chew the shit out of this fucking script, and so is John <laughs> David Washington, you know. Yeah. Um. I mean, f- fucking honestly, in the trailer, it looks like she might be outperforming him. It feels that way, and <laughs> yeah. I, I, that definitely adds to my excitement of it yeah. too, because you know, like it. It does look like she just has the upper hand the entire way through. Like, mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what's also kind of exciting about it, uh, you know, as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, I, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not just going to completely shit on this. I'm just, you know, I think what I'm getting at with all my criticisms mainly with this is like, this is not my type of relationship movie. If I'm going to get into the relationship movie type of thing as we've sort of defined it at the outset of this yeah no and i think that's and yeah no and i think that's fine and i mean that's that's what i you know like that's what i read i I definitely felt like a lot of the things a lot of the criticisms you felt you know as i watched the trailer more but then like i'd watch a few episodes of of scenes from a marriage and then i would i would put this trailer on and 
see how I would feel too and be mm-hmm. like, which one am I really like feeling here? You know what I mean? Because, you know, uh, I feel like every every couple movies I'll be like, oh man, I'm excited for this. And you'll be like, yeah, well, you haven't watched this movie from the fucking 40s, so fucking strap in, <laughs> motherfucker. You ain't seen nothing yet. And then it's true, I haven't. <laughs> but it's also just kind of nice to not compare, but just sort of like, you know, because uh, obviously Malcolm and Marie and Scenes from a Marriage and any of the other relationship movies we've mentioned are are completely different. But it's also just nice to see like how I enjoy seeing how relationships are interpreted like in movies and in TV and in in popcorn movies and in like actual film, like 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 a like a scenes from a marriage. You know what I mean? So um, and I'm I'm. I'm beginning to be surprised at how how the minimalist versions of all those are becoming to me as I get older, the more realistic versions of. Mm A relationship, you know what I mean? That it's just like, yes, this is exactly how I feel inside about this. It's not the it's not the screaminess, even though I've experienced that too. But yeah. you know, it is stuff like Cold War and it is stuff like Scenes from a Marriage that it's like, that's the fucking that's what you gotta watch, you know? Yeah. Uh so I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm kinda after, hoping like yeah. <laughs> after ahead. after a certain age, Bobby, it's all just thinky pain. As, uh, it is Mark all just thinky pain. Yes, yeah. it is. Yes, that's very true. It is very true. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm 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 definitely gonna watch this uh, when it comes out next week uh, on Friday. Um, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to to watching it. Uh, I think uh, you know it being shot during like the pandemic lockdown too. You know, is is also another I think grab for a lot of people to see it as well. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and without being you know. Uh, pandemic plot yes right. also exactly which is yeah great yeah yeah <laughs> right exactly um so uh so are, are you gonna wait till my reaction to it whether you gauge if you watch it or you, you think you might <laughs> yeah i, I mean <laughs> your I little got, head I, nod was just like i'll let you take that bullet bro you know you just, this, go this ahead. one did this one didn't even penetrate my list of stuff to watch <laughs> so fair enough fair enough yeah it's uh i'm i'm good uh well so i'm very curious to hear what you think of it though um yeah to see yeah kind of where if we're just kind of like yep that's exactly what it was because i mean again it's it, exactly like as i said I, I have criticisms about what this movie is doing but i don't think it's it doesn't necessarily seem like it's trying to really mislead anyone in that regard either <laughs> that's true yeah you know i i think it, it it might be fine with just being like we're just trying to make a cool movie guys like <laughs> We like we like a Hollywood romance. We want to kind of feel good at the end of the day, but also feel like we went through something, and uh, you know, so we're just gonna do that. It's like yeah, okay, right. yeah. If you want to do that, that's fine. Just just don't lie to me about it. And yeah, it yeah. Doesn't, seem like, doesn't seem like it's lying about it. So, all right. Well, um, I don't have anything else for Malcolm and Maria unless you do. No, no, I don't think so. Um, well, I think that might be a good spot to end it this week. Yeah. Sweet, uh, Dorian. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for. Putting yourself through multiple views of Malcolm and Marie. Yeah, no, well, and thank you for uh, watching your first Ingmar Bergman. Uh, anything? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't even think I said I if I liked or disliked scenes from marriage. I, I did really enjoy it. I, I liked okay. it. I liked. I liked it quite a bit. I, awesome. I really, I really did. It's definitely now in the uh, you know my pantheon of you know relationship movies that I I, I really dig and will will point to you know awesome uh, with stuff. So yeah, no, I really dug it. I'm glad I watched it. It's great. Anyway. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week with another trailer review. Yup, yup.
Later.